Hello, welcome to the Alchemist Inkwell. This is your spiritual podcast for grounded people. And ironically, this is, I think, the first time in a few episodes where I haven't been like rushing with an, with energy at the beginning. I feel almost grounded right now. Well, that's nice. Super so, interesting. I got a new grounding tool, so I have a fun orb. So I'm just going to hold that. Um, now we match. <laughs> yeah, now we match with our Ta-da. orbs. Um, yeah, I feel very, uh, I feel what Uranus is doing. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. And I think it's the fact that stuff is happening mm-hmm. brings me comfort. We're both Scorpio moons, right? Mm-hmm. So by the way, this is Emily. I'm Crystal Lynn. We're both Scorpio moons. So we, we have the most feeling when there's intensity to lean into. And yeah. I think this Uranus, A, being on top of my sun, but B, being really potent with the North Node and even Mars upcoming and the moon upcoming, there's a lot of this energy of like, hey, stuff is moving. And we're like, hey, finally, we get to do something. And that is almost a comfort zone for us. <laughs> it is. It's, I love that. And I feel that my Saturn is also really, really messing with me, which is super Mm -hmm. fun. Um, But it's interesting when I look at the energy of this week, it feels fuzzy and still kind of slow. Like Uranus is doing a lot of internal stuff. Like things are moving that way, thinking of stuff, doing things that way. But then like, as far as physical reality stuff moving, not so much, but I have like motivation back to do things and inspiration to channel stuff in. And like that area feels nice. So it's like a yes, but (laughs) yeah, well, and that's exactly it because Uranus is actually stationing to go retrograde. So Uranus Uranus is going to be on the 18th degree of Taurus for a very long time. It has, it's there and it has stopped and it's like inching a little bit and then it's Mm going to go backwards and it's going to hang out there for quite a while. It's going to be within like three degrees of it for like the next year. I had to look at my own life for the next year to be like, what's that going to do? But exciting things have already happened. So the cool thing about Uranus is that it really does bring a whole 180 kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And with all of these things happening so close to the North node, we're getting really poignant moments where something comes out as a surprise. And depending on um, maybe Uranus in your chart or how it's aspecting certain areas of your chart, the condition or quality of that, it's going to be different for everybody. For me, mm-hmm. fortunately, happy surprises. Um, for others, it may be challenges that they are suddenly having to face. And of course, the phone just went off when I said that. So, you know, um, <laughs> so thinking about it in the context of your own chart, but knowing that it can express both ways, especially mm-hmm. being intrapersonal, um, it's really not in the nitty gritty of your everyday life. It's like, hey, course correction, near there we go. We're done. And you're going to have some time to then react to that course correction as Uranus is retrograde and Saturn is retrograde and Jupiter is going to be retrograde. So all the outer planets are going to be saying like the world's going to slow down a little bit so you can get your act together in your personal life before the world speeds up Mm -hmm. or, you know, catches up to where it was before. Yeah. It's just really interesting um, to feel that like Mm -hmm. concretely and like, Krista can attest to the things that I've brought up to them this week. It's like, should I do this? And should I do that? She's like very personal stuff that all of a sudden Uranus is like, surprise, you're doing this now. And it's like, okay. I mean, maybe it's Saturn actually, because I'm in my return space anyway, but yeah, it's just Saturn's, very funny to see how that's coming up. Saturn is, is speaking to your chart right now. <laughs> yes. 
very intensely. However, um, this is going to be a really fun episode. The week this week is really activated um, dream space, psychic space, lots mm-hmm. of that stuff coming up. So we really wanted to talk about that as well as yeah. the astrology. Um, real quick though, before we dive into that, we have some our tickets for the Greece <laughs> retreat are officially open. Um, they are on sale. We are so excited. Uh, this is going to be an incredibly powerful potent magical time we have already designed the entire itinerary everything that we're going to learn and do during our time in both athens and santorini and the ferry across the aegean sea because mm-hmm. there is a, that we're that too which is also just yeah. as magical in my opinion anyway i'm super <laughs> excited yeah uh-huh um the ocean's super activating yeah the place to go for all of the information is either of our bios the link in there um has all of the information about the trip also we do have multiple payment plans um so you don't have to pay everything right up front i think it's six months 12 months and 18 months which is Mm -hmm. really really awesome and incredibly it's it's not a huge cost anyway so spreading it out over that amount of time is like really fantastic yeah it's really flexible Um, and hopefully you can join. We would love to hang out with some of our listeners on this trip. We do have limited spaces, but the cool thing about it is the more people that join in those limited spaces, the more the cost of the trip for everyone goes down. Price of the trip for everyone goes down, which is cool. So yeah, like um, yeah we're going to talk more about the itinerary cool. at the end of the show and like tell you more about exactly what we're going to be doing. But we just wanted to like, we've been dangling that in front of you guys for a while. So we wanted to just throw it at you. Yeah, especially <laughs> as as a lot of us are feeling activated, I I know that in my dreams, they've been very activating. They've been very like activations as far as like, Hey, you're going to a new level of your energy yeah. work. You're going to a new level of your practice of your understanding of your connection with the cosmos or with your guides or anything like that. I know a lot of received a lot of comments of people getting really big downloads just out of nowhere, Uranus. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is happening to a lot of people in their dreams as well. I can attest to it. I know Emily's been getting a lot of pings. Um, and so you might be feeling like, okay, I feel activated. I want to anchor this somehow with an experience that's just as activated. That's a great opportunity to go on the trip where people are going to get you. People are going to yeah. be in the same space, have the same thoughts. Even if it's new to you, it's still a really great way to immerse yourself to into a space where you can talk about it comfortably. That was the biggest thing for me was finding people that let me talk about it without me feeling like I have to say it the right way or, you know, skirt around certain topics. I was in a shop Mm -hmm. with my, my father over the weekend and there was someone in the shop and I wanted to tell my dad about this really cool conversation I had about magic with someone who's amazing in the industry. And I had to like allude to it because I didn't want to make that person uncomfortable. And I don't miss that. So Mm -hmm. if you feel like you're in that space and you're looking for people to talk with in person, studying ways to bring it into your everyday life, when you go back home, that's the design of this trip, whatever level. So, yeah. yeah. Also, we are about half full currently, just going to keep that in mind um, for everyone. Uh, So definitely make jump in there sooner rather than later but if you do have any questions please go to our youtube and just watch this on there ask your questions there we'll respond in the comments in that space or you can ask any question um to either of us uh like on any of our instagram posts about the trip or anything like that like feel free if you're like oh i really like to do this but i don't know or you can email us forgotten storytellers at gmail.com and we'll answer whatever questions you have like feel free to do that we're happy to answer those questions um we've gotten a lot of common ones though. So before you do that, um, I, I did a whole like 
highlight in Instagram, answering a ton mm-hmm. of questions for people. So if you want to look at that, feel free to look at that. Um, or, you know, just ask away from there. I know Krista, yeah. did you do something like that? Too? I did too. Something? I didn't make it a highlight, but I should. That's a really okay. great idea. Yeah. Just to, yeah. just to answer any questions that you all may have about that. So feel free if you are curious about how to step into the activated energy you're feeling right now. And if this trip will be for you, anything like that, like, please send it away. Um, yep. We would By the time this episode it. airs, I will have that done. <laughs> so it'll be yeah, we it's have like highlights. magic. Yeah. So speaking <laughs> we record of looking... this days in advance. So, so. Days. Uh, yeah. so speaking of planning for the future, like one year in the future or the far future or the, you know, where does my future go? This is a big question that I know my family is, is handling this week a lot as mm-hmm. you know, we're navigating our Uranus transits. Um, what does the future look like for me? And bigger question, better question. What do I want it to look like for me? Mm-hmm. So I had received a comment on TikTok. Thank you, by the way, um, asking about dream channeling today. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about interpreting dreams that come unsolicited, but also requesting to get, uh, information via your dreams so, and then channeling through the dream. And even, you know, kind of the experience of, if you've ever had, um, lucid dreams and things like that. So we're going to just talk about dreams in several capacities today, give you tips on how to make the most of that dream space, things to Mm -hmm. do to help encourage dreams that offer you guidance and what to do if you get a dream that you're like, what was that? And how to lean into interpreting it for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then, like we said, this is a perfect week to play with your dreams, to pay attention to your dreams Mm -hmm. um, for sure. I don't know about you, Krista. I don't typically trans or, you know, subscribe to the idea of like specific dream symbols, always meaning the same thing. That's never sat right with me energetically. And every time I've ever tested on it, it's like not been aligned. So I don't know if that's something that you really connect with. I definitely don't. Um, There's archetypes, I guess I kind of connect with, but overall, like this idea that like every time you see an owl, it means this or a shooting star in your dream, it means this or Oh, whatever. Yeah. So in my experience, cause like you do have those weird dreams, like your teeth are falling out or whatever, you know, and yes. those are, are like, why was that? Or like, I can't dial the phone. Those mm-hmm. kinds of dreams. I tend to look up and say like psychologically who has patterned this out to see what mm-hmm. the common thing would be yeah. random dream interpretation books. I'm skeptical of, which is mm-hmm. weird being, you know, psychic medium, astrologer, magician. Um, yeah. but I am skeptical of those because I don't want someone else's interpretations that aren't researched from data and from experiences and things that seem to show a collective common denominator. That mm-hmm. makes sense to me. A collective common denominator studied and found makes sense to me. And this is what I think and I'm just going to put it into this and it should mean the same thing for you too. Makes me a little skeptical because I know we're all so unique. We are all mm-hmm. astrological charts expressing themselves with different transits. That being said, if you lean into symbolism, I have found the study of astrology has helped me with that so much. Cause like teeth, bones, Saturn, stress, gotcha. Like those things can sometimes be brought in. So I really yeah. encourage people to first ask yourself, what does this mean for you? Like, how does this relate to your own life experience? Does it have meaning to you? I do this when I give readings too. If I have a symbol and I'm like, I don't know what this means. Is it something that means something to you? Mm -hmm. If it does go with that, because this was directly from source or your guides to you, nobody else was really involved. So you don't need Mm -hmm. to bring in a middle person unless you're feeling like you need guidance in the tangible realm. Um, And second, you can look at 
again, the, the symbolism that is innate in astrology or tarot or those practiced and traditioned, uh, tradition tested kind of arts are my preferred way to go about finding answers when I'm lacking them. Yeah. I always just want to remind everyone too, like you have all the answers a hundred percent of the time. Like you do, even if you're like, I don't know what this means. What would you say if you did know? Like that's one of Krista's favorite questions. Uh Um, The other thing is, if you don't ask your guides to tell you. If you're like, I know this dream is important. Don't know why I need some guidance Mm -hmm. on this within the next, you know, before I go to sleep on Friday. Like that's Mm -hmm. a great way of asking for it too. Um, But you have the ability to access the answers for yourself. If it does feel aligned for you to look up, like, huh. I had a dream where my teeth are falling out. I'm obviously feeling self-conscious. Okay. I guess that's, let's see if that's a collective thing, something that has been researched by all means do that. I wasn't meaning in any way to jam that up. <laughs> Does that make sense? Um, but it has to feel aligned for you because there is no hard and fast 100% rule, even if it has been psychologically studied or archetypally studied, like it's different and individual for each person. And I mm-hmm. always encourage everyone to first like go inward or, you know, ask your guides for that guidance of like the personal level that it means for you. The other thing is don't discount your first ping, right? If you're like that dream was about this and then you're like, but why that doesn't make sense. I was on a boat. How does that apply to my job? Like, it doesn't matter. That was your first ping. Your chances are good. You're correct in that space. So dive into that first. (laughs) I used a boat analogy and then dive. That's fun. That was not intentional, (laughs) Um, but dive into that first, whatever that first ping is be like, huh, how and like to like play with that get curious about that because chances are extremely good that that first ping is actually what it was relating to and that's either from your guides from your higher self or just your own intuitive knowing of like yes that Mm -hmm. is what that dream connected to that's why I had it um the other thing and I if you are someone who has a very activated dream space or if you're someone who'd really like to have an activated dream space start writing down your dreams before you do anything else in the morning Mm -hmm. Um, and I literally mean like have a thing on your phone, voice to text while you're going pee, like that level of like immediately first thing in the morning, get that out of your head. Um, what that's going to do is it basically trains your brain to want to let more dreams in because you're doing something with them air quotes, like you're creating something, which is in this case, a voice note from that space. And our brain likes to create stuff. Our brain feels very happy and important when it creates something. So we want to give it that stimulation. And by doing, by writing that down, not only are you going to start to be able to understand your own patterns, you're going to get more guidance from it. It's also going to cause that dream space to become more and more activated over time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another way that I do that is, um, in the mornings, first thing I do is when I go downstairs and I see my husband, I'm just like, I dreamed about this last night. And that way someone else can remember it with me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So like when we go on a a walk later, he'll say, okay, so how was that dream? What do you think that was about? And then because he's asking me, I get to provide answers. And Mm -hmm. so I'm coming from a place of knowing already, even though I may not have all the answers consciously, I allow them to come out because someone's asking for them and I, I can provide. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My sleeping space this past couple of weeks has just been like, and I know yours has been hyper activated too, (laughs) judging by the texts I got yesterday. Um, (laughs) um, But it's just been really intense energy, like, like hard to fall asleep. Or if I do fall asleep, Mm -hmm. it feels fitful, but like not in a way that makes me uncomfortable. Like last night I got up in the middle of the night and like, I never get up in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. I never like actually physically get up. And I like had to do that. And my dog was being all weird. And it's just been 
like a very intense space to the point where I'm like, I need to start lighting a candle at night before I go to like, just, I do little mm. tea candles. It's on a floating thing. It's totally safe. I promise. I'm not gonna light my house on fire, but um, <laughs> like I need to light a candle before I go to sleep at night to have something else grounding and anchoring that energy in. If that's how you, it helps you, any of our listeners, by all means, like don't light your house on fire, but do something that's grounding or put a grounding crystal or whatever it is next to your bed. That feels really good. Um, we have chakra stones underneath our mattress that that helps a lot too. And oftentimes when I get to this space, I'm like, ah, they haven't been cleansed in a while. We're not being grounded. Let's do Mm. that. Um, but that helps too, to have like kind of a grounding energy or ask your guides in advance for guidance in your dream space, um, to really help you get the messages and discern those out of, out of whatever comes through without feeling overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually have, because I do have a charger next to my bed. I have a crystal sitting on that to make sure that Mm. anything from that is kind of centered in one area and not in my head. Um, But it's funny, you know, talking about wanting to activate your dream spaces. This was back in like 2021. I was uh, playing around with different talismans that I could make. And it was brought to my attention that a really great election for a mercury dream talisman was coming up. I'm like, I'm going to try that because I have this specific thing that I want to know. And I've Mm -hmm. had this before. Like I've discerned the name of the dog that I was going to get in my dreams. That's how we found Jack Jack. Mm -hmm. Um, And so things like that can happen when I literally just say, can I just get a name for this dog in my dream? So I know which dog I'm supposed to get when I see them. Mm -hmm. And it works. My house, I dreamt about and, you know, created in my dreams. Uh, And then that Mercury dream talisman helped me answer a question of like, should I, or shouldn't I, is this safe? Is it not safe? Literally, I got the name of a brand in my dream. The rest Mm -hmm. of the dream was completely out of context, but in the dream, this situation came up and I was pulled aside and it was like, here's the brand you're getting. Mm-hmm. And I knew, and then it showed up with validation in real life. Cause I asked for that too. This was a very important thing to my personal health. Um, so I asked for validation of the dream and said, this is what I think you want. If that's true, make it inevitable. I always say that when I'm like, not sure that I got it right, make it inevitable that I do this. Mm-hmm. And then stuff just starts falling into place where there's like, there are other options, but this is the obvious one. And that's been really helpful. That's that make it inevitable to tool, which I also use all of the time mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is really helpful for anything, even <laughs> if it's not dream space. I just want to highlight that. And I'm probably will make a video about it sometime soon because like, yeah. it is so helpful to make yeah. it inevitable. Like that tool in of, my, uh, on my TikTok. Yeah. So coming soon. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's just such a really powerful tool of like, make this inevitable. If this is what you want, um, try it watch stuff fall into place Mm -hmm. um the caveat with that is you want to make sure it's something that you already feel aligned with you're already like this feels like something i'd like to do or this feels like something i'd like to have or whatever it is so please make that inevitable because it already feels aligned for me you can't force it if you're like i don't really want that but if you want it make it inevitable that's not alignment (laughs) i like that that a bit bonus for that is make it inevitable and provide the resources Because Mm -hmm. a lot of the time there's something we want, but we don't feel like we can have it because we don't have the resources. And if the resources are suddenly provided, then you know that it is supported and that you can make that move. Yeah. Or this or better. Make this or better inevitable. Yeah. Um, And then stuff moves around quickly. Yeah. And then it's like totally out of your hands, basically doing things like that. And even dream work to make sure Mm -hmm. we stay on the topic here. Sorry. Um, It's really helpful to say, if this is what I'm supposed to do, make it inevitable. That's basically like saying, I have responded to this email. It's your turn. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. And then you just wait for the email to come back when it's your turn to respond again. And that's really Sincerely. a great metaphor for connecting with the divine or God or the universe or just anything that you're allowing and asking to offer mm-hmm. you guidance and direction in your life choices. Just saying like, this is what I'm looking at. If this is what it is, provide the resources. We'll look forward to your correspondence. (laughs) Yep. Right. Basically that. Yeah. Forward to your correspondence. (laughs) We are looking forward to your next email. Thank you for sending. Um, but really it's incredibly helpful. Um, I want to talk about some of the different magical things that can happen in dream spaces too, just Mm -hmm. really quickly, because there's a lot of different activated magic stuff that does happen in, in dream zones. So though we're talking about like you know, how to pay attention to dreams and understand them. Sometimes other stuff happens. So of course there's lucid dreaming, which people are pretty well aware of at this point Mm -hmm. in time. There's so many different ways to accomplish lucid dreaming, mostly set an intention. If that's something you would like to do, Um, really let your guides know, write down that I am lucid dreaming tonight in a affirming statement, not I hope I lucid dream tonight, or I will, it's I am lucid dreaming tonight, like in a present Mm -hmm. tense affirming statement, Um, say it as you go to sleep, I have control of my dreams, whatever it is as you fall asleep. There's many other techniques too. That's just a very simple, simple one that anyone can kind of grasp onto. So that is a very magical thing that can happen in your dreams, which is essentially you being in control of your dream space. Um, on a personal level, the first time I heard of lucid, lucid dreaming, I thought everyone just always had control over their dreams because I've always had control over my dreams. It's never something I don't have control over. So I was like, oh, I didn't realize that was something you had to try for. So I have tried and got it clearer before, but it is very to me, it feels very concrete. It's incredibly possible. It's it's um, not something that is too far reaching and everyone can do it for sure. It's not like a special gift some people have. Everyone can control their dream space. That's what lucid dreaming essentially is. Um, so that's something that's really powerful that can happen. You can also do um, unintentional astral work, I guess is how I would say it, um, where sometimes you're doing work. Uh, this happens. Um, I've heard these call, this called dream walking before, but essentially... Um, you are doing work on other planets or other planes of existence. You're connecting with your higher self and doing work that space. And you're seeing that or witnessing that through your dream zone. Um, my husband does stuff like this quite a bit, like a lot, a lot. Um, and it's a very ancient practice and, and also, you know, very, if you do this, it is very noticeable. I just want to put that out there. You tend to wake up and you're like, I was fighting something. Like something was a big deal. I was doing work at this space. Like that was important. And I know it was important, not for me, for whatever mm-hmm. I was doing. Um, so that's that's very connected to You can actually also, um, and we've touched on this, I think a little bit before on the show. If not, I've touched on it in videos. Um, You can actually shift through your dreams too. So if you're in a dream and you're lucid dreaming enough, you can actually make a doorway where you physically shift to a different reality where you can shift back from and we'll do a whole shifting episode at some other time. But like that is another thing you can actually do. Um, You can also shift kind of timelines, which I think is very different than reality shifting. Timeline shifting is a whole different thing. It's the, and many of you do it without noticing it, but it'll be the, like the best way to notice it is if you've lost something and you've looked for it everywhere and you know, you've checked this one spot. And then one day you wake up and you go to that one spot and there it is. You've probably timeline shifted or the fae are messing with you, but both options are viable. Um, But those kind of timeline shifts where you're like, Oh, I hopped over to a next kind of space to move forward. And we do that all the time, but when you're driving across a bridge (laughs) or when you're driving across a bridge, 
you should tell that story. That's a fantastic so, story. Yeah, we were, we were driving across a bridge that I have driven over many times in my life because it's in the area that I was born and raised. And we were driving to a certain location, drove across the bridge and it did not take us where it was supposed to take us. It ended up in a completely other area. Like, mm-hmm. a, like we had crossed a different bridge that we knew we had not crossed. And separately, my husband and I looked at each other and it was like, it was this bridge and it goes to this place. Right. And I was just like, I feel like reality just shifted or something. And mm-hmm. I ended up texting Emily and saying, Hey, something weird happened. Can you validate? And of course, Emily was able to. And then of course, something else happened that was completely out of the blue that really didn't feel feasible in the, the lifestyle or the the circumstances that we were living in previously, but then all of a sudden became feasible. And mm-hmm. I want to point out just as a side note, you know, cause with, <laughs> with the whole CERN hype recently, everybody was saying how we're going to reality shift or timeline hop or whatever. And I was sitting there thinking, yeah, well, and it's, it's funny because I was thinking if we timeline hop, will the astrology be different? So I, I journal astrology every day. And of course mm-hmm. the, the event came up, it did correspond with an astrological event, but of course nothing, nothing tangible or supremely noticeable happened. And the astrology is still now what it was then. So I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, if we did, is it the same astrology, like the same movement of the sky or, but the astrology still works. Even if you, uh, even if you do timeline hop, (laughs) which, okay. I need to know, hold on. It Mm -hmm. is. Okay. Have you read angels and demons? Uh, I have, I've seen the movie. I didn't read. Oh, the, the movie is thing. shit. Don't watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> any, any, they changed the entire plot of any down Dan Brown book that is in actual film. Every single one. I was mm. so pissed with Inferno. I cannot even talk about it because the ending of Inferno was so good in the book and it was so shit. In the film, yeah. um, I was still in my church when those movies came out. So everybody was really upset. So I didn't read them at the time because. Okay. So I've read every single Dan Brown book ever. They're actually like a passion of mine. I love them. So angels and demons um, is all about the first time they're activating the CERN machine really yeah Um, the particle accelerator the first time that they're getting antimatter essentially um and it is so well done and it gives you such an education about that and then on like on a spiritual level of course i've read them as a psychic the whole time yeah it's it's one of those things where it's like why would we be reality shifting with this this is a natural progression of our reality to understand this particle acceleration it's Mm -hmm. really cool um but of course you know it's dan brown so it's all like conspiracy based and really fun but it's all about like ancient conspiracies and then coming with modern day and i think about angels and demons it's my favorite of the dan brown book well that and origin i really like that one is it origin no it's the lost symbol i correct myself um the lost symbol is also fantastic those are my two favorite of those books um and i can't recommend them enough honestly i think they're incredibly high vibration they're really well researched and really well done of course um uh, the Da Vinci Code like threw the world into upheaval when it came out, yeah. which I always thought yeah. was just hilarious. hilarious. Because <laughs> it, the, the funniest thing for me is if you didn't think there was a chance that this conspiracy was accurate, you wouldn't be pissed. And mm. that was always what got me. Like if you didn't think there was a chance that Jesus actually had children and there was an actual Jesus bloodline that still exists today, you wouldn't be upset at someone claiming that in a book, a fiction book, fictional book um but it just makes me laugh so mm-hmm. anyway when the whole certain thing was happening this past week i was like 
I've already gone through this energy. Like you can just read about it and it's just really anchoring. So if you're more interested in like what actually CERN does and all of that, there is a fictionalized kind of account of how this particle accelerator situation works. Mm -hmm. Um, And no, I don't think that's what makes shift timelines. I think we shift timelines literally all the time on a personal level and on a collective level. I think it is genuinely a pretty constant situation. Um, and you can do it through your dream space. So circling back around there, but yeah, <laughs> like, we're doing a really good job with this. <laughs> um, so the one thing I just want to say, so moving on just a little bit from there too, whatever your intention is for your dreams, whether it's, I want to meet a certain guide. Cause you easily meet guides and dreams. I've gotten so many book ideas from dreams. I cannot even tell you. Mm-hmm. I have a many page document of book ideas. I would say 85% of them have come from dream spaces. Um, so that is a, a really cool thing you can get to ideas for things. If you want solutions to problems, you can ask for those in dreams. If you want clarity on something, you can ask for those in dreams. If you want future site stuff, you can ask for that in dreams too. Be careful with that. Just going to say it right off the top. Um, the future is mutable. It just is. Mm-hmm. So just, just know that your future is what you can manifest. You have control over your manifestations. You can do that. So if you want future site stuff in dream work, you can, but you can always manifest whatever the hell you want. So yeah. So if you in there. if you do do a future site thing and you get a result that you're excited about, now you have a goal to work in alignment with manifesting. So that's great. If you get something you're not excited about, now you know much more clearly what you don't want, which informs what you do want. So mm-hmm. you know you can get that, but it's probably not what you really want. So basically, it's their way of saying, hey this is where you're headed right now, but you deserve better. So here's, let us show you how this isn't what you want. So you can course correct. Basically like, look at this. You don't Mm -hmm. want that. Let's go this way. You're missing things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the biggest tip I always have is set your intention before you go to bed. You can ask your guides. You can have a little ritual. Like I do like where I light my candle again, don't light your house on fire. I'm not condoning that. Um, (laughs) But uh, or, you know, hold your crystal, put your feet on the ground, do an energy clearing, grounding, energy callback, shielding, whatever it is that makes you feel aligned, um, writing down in a journal, doing a five minute channeled writing session before you go to sleep. Anything like that is a huge way to activate your dream space. It is still your space. So the other half of that is if you don't want a dream, if you want a restful night's sleep, demand it. Mm-hmm. It's not a request. It's tonight. I sleep well tonight. I don't remember my dreams tonight. I wake up refreshed like or tomorrow morning. I wake up refreshed. Like it is your space. And I always want to highlight that because the same way sometimes people feel like if they open their psychic abilities, now they have to be at the beck and call of every ghost that wants to talk to them, which you don't, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Same thing with your dream space. You can say when you don't want dreams. (laughs) It's not some magical enigma. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. It really Mm -hmm. is for your energy. Yeah. And and if you like it with energy, because energy, and it's not because the energy is malevolent or mean or anything, not, not all the time. Um, often energy doesn't understand the concept of rest or sleep or whatever, because they, there's no physical for them. So what is rest, sleep time, all of those things, mm-hmm. no concept. I've talked with this about, or I've talked about this with a lot of other, like, very seasoned magical practitioners as well. And they had the same thing, which was really validating for my experience, but also it's them being eager to do something. They're really eager to like, let's do this, let's do that. And making them wait is not going to take any time away from them. 
Hmm. So it'll still be a second later in their perception. It's just now the sun's up and now you're rested and you are prepared. So I used to have to go to sleep and every night I, I set intentions or, you know, I grew up praying before I went to sleep. Now I consider it gratitude practices and intention setting before I sleep, which puts my mind in a better place when I wake up. And so when I do those, another thing I do is saying like, basically office hours are closed. <laughs> this is not mm-hmm. the time I need rest. If it's very important, here's how you can alert me. But if it's not, I will be available again tomorrow. And, and that has worked for me on so many levels. It literally brought sanity back into my life where there was struggle for the first probably solid 22 years of my life of every night mm-hmm. being badgered by something. Yeah. And you can also shield your room too. If you're like, I only want, you know, guides to talk to me tonight, or I only want this. Like I am not an open service here for any spirit that wants to come through and chat with me. You can totally shield your room. You can ask a guide to protect your space. You can anything like that. You have the power and control over that, um, which is also really helpful. It was very interesting. We went down to San Francisco last week. um, And we always stay in the same hotel when we go down there. And this time, both my husband and I had horrible night sleeps like bad constantly waking up but not never at the same time which is always an indicator that something is messing with us and we both woke up and I was like in the morning and I was like did you have a horrible night's sleep and he was like yes and I was like but I never was awake when you were awake and he was like no and we were both just like something was wanting to play awesome mm-hmm. we didn't shield we didn't protect the room we didn't do anything like that like neither of us thought about it And it's just, it can be that way too. So if you struggle in that space, like shield your space, state out loud that you are closed, like that is totally fine. Um, And you're not letting anything down. (laughs) You don't have to be available. Yeah. Did you say San Francisco? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was in uh, Sacramento at one point and I know they're completely far away from each other. Um, I mean, they're an hour and a half away from each other but i've been to sacramento so i just imagine that they must be further away um really close (laughs) fantastic (laughs) (laughs) i do spirituality not so great with like local (laughs) geography my bad you guys um but i found that to be a highly active location as well when i was there and super active yeah yeah it was everything a lot it reminded me a lot of um i had visited this one place in ecuador where, which was very, uh, it was an ancestral family home. It was a hacienda that we were spending some time with a family there. And there was uh, a presence there that was very like aware of itself, aware of us, hadn't had anybody talk to them in a long time and really demanded my attention. And I'm just like, I'm trying to have birthday cake. Can you please leave me alone? Like Taurus son here, cake before spirits. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ended up, yeah. We did end up having a conversation and like working things out and being like, you don't know where or when you are. Um, but that kind of stuff can be even developed because Take if you feel spirits. like in, the yeah. motto, I think Take before spirits, that's my new t-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but if you're looking to explore and expand that you can actually practice believing in things happening in real life by allowing them to happen in your dreams with the Mm -hmm. presence of setting your intentions and your boundaries before going into the dreams. Um, and it's really helpful because, you know, I, I like to say, and this is, this is a little bit weird, I guess my natural state is flight. I just haven't achieved it yet. (laughs) 
So I remember when I was having a lot of lucid dreaming and I couldn't figure out why for the longest time, it took me a very long time to figure out why I was lucid dreaming so much. But every night I was becoming aware of my dreams. I was like, if I'm here, I'm just going to fly. So I started Mm -hmm. teaching myself how to fly in my dreams and it made me feel a lot better. And turns out that was part of what I really needed at the time. Mm -hmm. So just practicing things that you don't feel are able to be done in the real world to experience them or even to train yourself to believe in them in, Mm -hmm. in the real waking world. Um, yeah, is another way that you can use dreams. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Past loved ones too. love to use your dream space, chat Mm -hmm. with them. That comes up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, for sure. So real quick, let's touch on the astrology this week before we talk a little bit more about our Greek trip because our Greek, Greece, not Greek. (laughs) It's fine. Greek trip. It's fine. Oh uh, yeah. Tell us about yeah. the astrology. Um, so the, the neat thing about the astrology is it happens like boom, 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 uh, this week, all kind of preempting itself on the 16th when Mercury conjoins the sun to this is what Kazemi is. I like to bring it up because Kazemi has been a, like a buzzword on social it's media. Totally been a buzzword. Huh. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's just not what social media says it is basically Kazemi is one of the definitions, I believe it's the more medieval definition, is when a planet is within 16 degree minutes of being perfectly part, uh, conjunct with the sun. So it's on the same degree within 15 minutes on either side of that exact degree as the sun. Mercury does this between every retrograde because it goes whoop and then it goes whoop and halfway between it meets up with the sun and they have a Kazemi because they they bonk, they bonk and then they go on the other way. Like, I don't know how to say it when... Um, I'm also hoping that I'm not super naive and that bonk means something that I don't want it to mean. Totally does, but I love it. So just keep going. (laughs) Story of my life. So um, they they bump into each other and pass like ships in the night. We'll reorder it that way. Apologies to anybody who is now red faced like myself. Um, But basically that's what the conjunction is halfway between two Mercury retrogrades, which is where we are. That makes it better. I, I won't. I'm never going to say it again now that I know better. <laughs> oh, like reliving high school right now. Sorry. Uh, so basically, <laughs> this puts us halfway between Mercury retrogrades. And don't worry. I know it's like, oh my God, halfway already. We have until September 10th before Mercury goes retrograde again. So it's not so bad. And the cool thing about Mercury being Kazemi in the heart of the sun is normally when it's within eight degrees on either side of the sun, it's considered combust, burned up. You can't see it Mm. in the sky because the sun's so bright and it's up there with the sun. So you blind yourself trying to see it, but Mm. because it's in the heart of the sun, they kind of merge. And I like to think of this as that super Saiyan kind of merge kind of situation when two super Saiyans become one and they just become super powerful. Their powers combined into Mm -hmm. one entity. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. You should do it. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> the video people, that was funny. My bad. We just did the the gesture for anybody who's listening. Yes. Um, but one thing that this can help with, and like I mentioned, there was a Mercury dream talisman I used, is really vivid daydreams or vivid imagination, vivid mental capacity and power to come along with this, because the sun is just amplifying this Mercury. Uh, technique or ability. So you might have some sudden breakthroughs, sudden ahas, things that help you realize how you want to feel different or better because this mm-hmm. is occurring at cancer. So look at where, where the sun is right now. You might have a good cry. Yeah. There's <laughs> also that you might that. be crying for joy or not knowing why you're crying either way it's cleansing and activating and it's wonderful. Um, 
but yeah, so it may happen in whatever part of your chart is, uh, where cancer is, whichever house area that is. And then you'll come up with some really great, like aha moments, which are always fun. And again, this happens every couple months, like every four months or so. And then the next day, Mercury and the sun, since they're so close to each other, will both try Neptune while Venus then joins them in cancer. So we're bringing our emotions to play in cancer now as well. So a lot of the personal placements are now in cancer, making us feel like we want to be a part of something. We want to find our found family, or we want to spend time with our fam, like our blood family, or, you know, we just want to feel part of a group. Like we have a place that's acknowledged. So remember that as you you know, just look for where you are invited, look for where you are welcomed, look for where you feel appreciated, seen and affirmed. And that's where you will find the, the validating feelings of this. And this, this energy may just encourage you to be seeking that. Mm-hmm. And this is also a great time, like Venus and cancer, you think of like sublime visions, feeling really good, leaning into the, the luxurious um, spa kind of experience that you can give yourself. And that's going to last for a while because Venus is in cancer, just transiting the whole place. Mm -hmm. Then on the 18th, Mercury on its own, because it's separating from the sun now, will oppose Pluto. And so we have Mercury opposite Pluto, Pluto being things like evolution, activation, uh, sometimes comes in the form of a crisis. So if it's not this amazing uh, experience, that's also an expression of it. And it's okay. It still leads to something activating or some kind of rebirth. Uh, so these are decisions that might just really, uh, I'm deciding to cut off of this and start this. And that feels really affirming and aligned for me. Just all of a sudden I'm purging this and I'm beginning this. So trying something new that feels very right. And knowing that knowing what we don't want informing what we do want Mm -hmm. again with, with that kind of theme. And then Mercury on the 19th will ingress into Leo as the sun still in cancer opposes Leo. So this is kind of confirming the ideas and saying, yep, there's my energy is now in this. I feel my presence in this. I've, I've doubled down on this decision that has come up thanks to Mercury bringing it to my attention. And so it's a time of confident words and connections, the path Mm -hmm. being lit because Mercury is going into the sun's territory and the sun is going to follow it on the 22nd, which we will cover more in depth in our next episode. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited for the movement. It feels good. Just expect mm-hmm. this week still things to feel kind of fuzzy and yeah. floaty for yeah. sure. Over here, the Scorpio movements. I'm excited for the movement, even if it feels like a crisis, just give me something to feel. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily feel like yeah. a crisis and I don't necessarily know if it would like like it doesn't feel crisis. It just feels rapid. Yeah. yeah. And but again, not in a way to... that is shifting externally. It's like internal rapid spins. Yeah. We have to keep in mind that we are still in the presence of this, um, mm-hmm. this very applying aspect between Uranus and the North node with Mars coming mm-hmm. up for that as well. So that's yeah. in the background kind of ruminating. Right. And also at the same time, Saturn is kind of working on that square that we had throughout the duration of 2021 with Uranus. So a lot of things are kind of hitting stalls and standstills. And this is where I attribute to a lot of like the slow technology that's been happening Mm -hmm. over the past week or so. And a lot. Yeah. So a lot of like, why are people not responding? Why is technology glitching? Why is this uh, infrastructure on this website suddenly not doing what, what I want it to do? Just to do. Yeah. So it's just sort of like a drag on, especially like technology or higher connections that are more like think power line more than texting. 
connections. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot too. And like even apps and stuff have just been moving really slowly and funky. Like I hit a button and it takes five seconds for it to go, which is weird. And I know that that feels like really spoiled millennial of me, but it's like, it did this yesterday. (laughs) So I know it doesn't, I don't think it seems like spoiled millennial. (laughs) I'm just like, like, I agree. Why is this taking forever? Why is this not working? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm known for yelling at technology and being like, you have one job, just do it. <laughs> that is me on my own time, especially during Mercury retrogrades. So <laughs> if you do that too, that's the astrologer who's also with you. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, Absolutely. So on that note, ooh, sorry, <laughs> computer just did a ding. I don't know if you heard that or not. No, um, but- let's talk about the Greece trip and itinerary, oh. just so you all know a little bit more about it um, before we close out for today. So we're really excited and we're teaching concepts. There's a couple questions about this. Is, is Are these new concepts that you have taught before? Are these new concepts or are they the same concepts that were in the, like my courses that I have that you for purchase? These are new concepts that I don't think either of us have taught before, especially not taught in location. Um, from a personal experience, this is the first time ever I have ever offered an in-person, like learn psychic stuff from me experience ever so um just on the like mentorship level I think that's really exciting and cool plus it's a combination of a lot of astrology concepts um and a lot of psychic channeling work too we're calling it an ancient wisdom retreat because that's really what it is it's we're getting in the ancient wisdoms of the gods and deities of the location we're getting the ancient wisdom of the planets we're getting the ancient wisdom of the land and that is basically what it is geared towards so that you can come as this you know being that you are now and leave as a new person that is ready to move forward in the new world we're kind of ushering in ourselves so Mm -hmm. makes sense yeah no, okay. it, it makes total sense. And it, and I'll agree with you. I've never taught any of these concepts in person. I've never taken on um, actual mentorship opportunities to teach just astrological, spiritual channeling uh-huh. concepts. Yeah. Um, I'm Obviously excited done, to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We've done I, writing retreats, but that's yeah. not this. <laughs> so. I've given talks. I've done the writing retreats. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I know what I'm excited to share. I can't wait to share it. It's going to be fun. There's a lot of uh, things to go along with it. Journaling that we're going to be encouraging things to really bring into the experience and make it feel tangible, real, and applicable, which is so important. One of the biggest things that I'm focused on is living a lifestyle that feels amazing and spiritually activating and aligned. And like, you can express who you really are mm-hmm. in this, this foreign space that gives you this container to do it, but then finding ways to bring that home with you and hold on to it. Because I don't mm-hmm. want people going home and then three days later being like, Oh, back in the normal world, I'm already bummed. Yeah. We're not That's, letting that happen. Yeah. yeah. I it's, it's kind of like the difference between being medicine and a drug or, you know, something like that. So we want this to be a medicine that activates you and lets you up-level everything from that moment forward. So there's, there's so much stuff that we came up with that we are going to be bringing into this experience and it all flows really well. It's really simple and easy and none of it will be difficult. And if you have, you know, any kind of questions about it, we're going to be there. We will be right there to help navigate that. And you also have the support of everyone else on the trip. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So we're going to start it off. The trip starts in Athens. Um, Mm -hmm. 
And we start off our very first day by like walking through this, the oldest neighborhood in Athens, right beneath the Acropolis. And we're going to do remote viewing there. So we're going to teach you how to remote view um, and essentially look at the past as you walk through it, which is incredibly fun. And both Krista and I have done it in different capacities and we're excited to teach you about it because Krista's done it in way more activated places than I have. <laughs> um, and we're just really stoked on that. Um, the next day it is the Acropolis, the Parthenon, and we are genuinely every ancient site we go to, we are going to ask for the lessons from the deities, gods, and guides of that location and teach you how to channel those in and get that direct communication, um, setting the intention to have, you know, whatever <laughs> deities need to speak with you and work with you come forward. Cause that's why you're going on the trip is if that is you are being selected, you are being pushed and you were, this is in your alignment and you decided you were going to do this before you entered on planet. So we're, we're honoring that space, mm -hmm. um, in a big, big way. Also, then the next day we hop on a ferry and we go across the Aegean Sea, which is the most Odysseus thing ever. And I love it <laughs> with all of my heart. Um, and we are going to do a lot of like nature-based work, belief work in that space, um, learning how to release blocks. And yes, I've covered some of that in like a course before, but this is a different sort of way we're doing it. We're doing it together. We're using astrology. We're doing different things in that space, um, as well as remote viewing for, through nature and, and actually letting you tune into, um, you know, the energy of this nature and all the nature around you has seen and letting the nature speak to you and, and show you what it needs to show you, which is super fun. And I'm really mm -hmm. stoked. Um, and then we end up on the island of Santorini, uh, which is amazing. Our hotel there is right on a, a beach. It's just really incredible. Um, and the next day we're doing a caldera hike where we're hiking to the top of the Santorini volcano and we are throwing any leftover beliefs, blocks, habits, anything into the caldera. Someone uh, commented, you're doing the whole was a block, now a hot rock technique. Love it. And I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> so Yes. That is what we're doing, um, letting nature heal us um, and release that. And then we're going to have just fun and play and connect with that inner child sense of like, now we're on this beautiful island, let's play um, mm -hmm. and, and do that kind of experience. And then the next day is kind of a free and open day for you to really rediscover yourself, reclaim your pieces. What do you want to take back from this trip? Who are you now versus who are you when you started um, versus who you were 15 years ago? And we're just building all of that in um, so that you get to go do whatever speaks to your soul on that day so that you can reclaim yourself we do have a couple different little workshops cleansing in the ocean those kind of things that we're going to do um and then we ferry ourselves our happy little selves right back to Athens and we have a really fun in-depth Q&A and channeling and astrology workshop for while we're on the ferry um and then someone did ask like do we have like dedicated one-on-one -on -one time with Krista and I while on the trip no but it's not a very large group and mm -hmm. the entire time we're there so there's a lot of opportunity for one-on-one -on -one learning one-on-one -on -one, like experience with us it's not going to be so massive that you like never get to talk to us like not a chance um so just highlighting that it's all going to be that but we do have a very formalized q a session too for you mm -hmm. um and that sort of stuff and then we have some fun surprises for our farewell kind of dinner and then we depart the next day so it's um like six days total with like a seventh travel day sort of situation where we still get to hang out at breakfast um but we are so excited. And if you're feeling aligned, please go just look at the information and see if your guides are pushing you or not, or whatever feels aligned with you. Um, because we know the people who are supposed to be there are the ones that are going to be there. Also, we are muscle testing. So once someone submits that they want to join us, we actually get to approve them or decline them. Um, and so we 
our muscle testing and talking to our guides about making sure that everyone on the trip is aligned. Um, and that also means aligned with our values. So LGBTQ plus friendly and uh, accepting and very open and, and going to be a benefit for the trip. Yeah. I'm going to be fun to just, you know, encouraging to everyone else on the trip. So no one has to worry about feeling like they're left out, which again, <laughs> Scorpio moons seems to be a huge theme on this. We know the feeling of being on the outskirts. So we will be able to identify if that's happening and, and really correct and embrace everything yeah. that's going on in that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we're thrilled. We're going to have a guide, um, a Grecian guide the whole mm-hmm. time to guide us through the entire experience. It's all incredibly safe. They're paying attention to dietary restrictions, like all yep. of that stuff. So it's, yeah. it's very much a, the most aligned trip we can possibly make it. We are working our butts off to make sure that that happens. Um, mm-hmm. And we're really just lucky and we just can't wait to travel with you. So that's kind of what's going on. Um, again, if you have questions, email us check out our information we already have posted, check out the link. And um, yeah, we just really would, we'd like to go to Greece with you. Please come. (laughs) (laughs) That is the long and short of it right there. We want to go to Greece with you. Please come. (laughs) Um, But thank you all so much. Uh, Really pay attention to your energy this week. Pay attention to your dreams. We hope this was a helpful episode and helping you feel more connected to that space and own that power. And we hope that this week you go out and go make some some magic. magic.